Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host. And today, we are talking with Matt Moss. I enjoy to bring people on the show who I find is a good inspiration, people who are finding ways to, you know, um, you know, create life in a different way, in a way that works for them and uh, have some really good gold nuggets to share about how to do that, how to get to that space. And, you know, really in, can, are able to think outside the box because so many of us, we get stuck in thinking uh, this is the way that we work and that's it. And we get stuck in this, there's only one way or two ways of doing things. And when in reality, there are so many ways that we can um, do, get things done. It just is a matter of who do you have around you that can inspire you and come up with ideas of how we can get things done. So, and Today, I thought it was appropriate because today is July 2nd. We have 4th of July coming up, Independence Day, you know, and so why not give a big shout out to the armed forces in in honor of all of your service. And Matt Moss is a 10-year Navy veteran, and he is the president and founder of Mossberg Strategic Cat. Capital, a commercial finance consulting company in Orlando, Florida. He strives to provide his clients, which are various sorts of small businesses and aspiring entrepreneurs, the best ways to grow or start their business via different financing options. He is a prior 10-year Navy veteran with experience in naval aviation, so you got to fly. That sounds really fun. And a brief stint in corporate finance at a Fortune 500 company prior to starting his own company. He loves working with passionate business owners that are needing additional capital to realize their business's full potential. And that's really huge because money is sometimes the hardest part to come by, especially when you're just starting out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a stat out there, like 80% of businesses fail within the first three years because they don't have the capital they need to either get to that next level, whether it's hire out additional employees, just get additional equipment or whatever. So a lot of times that, 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 that money question is kind of the thing that can limit them. So no, that, that's, that's the intent. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, and one of the things that we know that, um, cause I, with the work that I do, I do a lot of work with uh, people who are, are struggling a little bit because of things that they've been through. And obviously with the military and the things that you've been through, especially if you've been in active duty, um, you know, sometimes people come back with experiences that have been you know, quite horrific. And um, yeah, and, and you had some time in active duty, didn't you? Correct. Yep. All 10 years was active duty. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So, so maybe I'm getting confused about the terms because I haven't lived the military life. So <laughs> active duty versus um, deployed. 
Oh, so yeah, deploy. So I had okay. deployments. I had uh, two eight-month deployments, um, both overseas. Um, being in the Navy, I was on a ship for eight months, um, which has its own interesting kind of, uh, uh, you know, fun tidbits there. But no, yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, different, different, um, different jobs have different. I would say maybe stressors apply to those. Um, being on an aircraft carrier in the middle of the ocean. Not as stressful as somebody probably on the ground getting shot at each day. Right. Probably not. Um, but uh, you know, there are there are everyone has you know their stressors and everyone has their you know things they got to deal with and, and you know, just being away from family, just being away from home, just being away from your kid and stuff like that. That alone is is a huge stressor. Yeah. Um, and then you add other stuff to that. You know, your day to day. You know, not you know it's not a nine to five job either. It's you know eighteen hour days. You know, seven days a week for seven eight months at a time. So it, it adds up. And it takes a toll. Yeah, it's exhausting, (laughs) to say the least, I could imagine. I could imagine out there on this ship, Yeah, if you can give us a little bit of an idea of what it's like. Do you get a little stir-crazy sometimes? (laughs) You can, but there's ways to hopefully mitigate that. Um, Uh And they do a good job as well. Um, But no, absolutely. We used to like to say it was camping in a factory. I mean, you lived (laughs) in a factory and you were camping because it wasn't your permanent home, but you made it as good as you could. You know, you brought a sleeping bag or a blanket or your own sheets, but still, it's... um, you do what you can, but no, you can get a little, you know, groundhog's day because you wake up each day and it's almost the same thing over and over. Um, yeah. We had one day off each week. So, you know, I, I flew for the Navy. So we, we usually didn't fly on Saturday. So our, our, our fly days were Sunday through Friday. Um, so we had one day to kind of somewhat reset, but you don't really reset because you're still in the same place. You're still working and we still had stuff to do every day. Right. Um, and, and, you know, it, in the aircraft carrier, there's 24 seven, there's people working all the time. So a lot of the lights are on all the time. Um, mm-hmm. You can turn off the lights in your room, but you know, in the hallways and, you know, you know, common spaces, there's lights on. So you, you right. do go a little, you don't go crazy, but you, yeah. you know, you have ways to just hopefully mitigate that. A lot of yeah. video games, a lot of movies, a lot of music, a lot of books um, yeah. that kind of help you get through, um, yeah. and with, you know, on a ship of 5,000, you have, video games you can share and music you can share and books you can share. So you have somewhat endless supply. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the big piece is also what is your mental attitude about it? You know, is it, is right. it going to be fun or is it going to be drudgery? And right. uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. So uh, and and I I like how you you were talking about some of the things that that helps mitigate some of those uh, time. And I could imagine you might get a little lost in what day is it, what time is it. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we, it's middle of the night. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was the middle of the day. Yeah. No, so. it, it, I mean it was. I mean, there's 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 things you you recognize, and there's uh, they would do different whistles or bells over the uh, the speaker system that you would you would okay, I know what that means. That means this launch is coming up, or that's new. And so, like you have stuff like that. They're like, because if you're on the inside of the ship, you, you you might never see you know light during the day unless you force yourself to go up and walk up to you know the flight deck and at least see the sunset or you know if they're not flying and stuff like that. You know, luckily for me, I flew six days a week. You know, five to six days a week. So there's, I was forced to go up there. I had to go to, you know, the aircraft. We, had, we went and flew and it was nice because I could go get off the ship each day and reset. And if it was cloudy or rainy, we could, you know, climb above the clouds and see the sun. Yeah. Um, so I had that, but not everybody did. Right. Um, there are ways that you, 
you could get lost in that each day, especially yeah. if you are several, several levels down on the ship and you have no windows anywhere near you, which there's not a lot of windows on aircraft carrier. So it's, mm. it's, you, you might not know what, what time it is unless you have some kind of other reference. Yeah. Let's just say it's not a cruise ship, huh? <laughs> yeah. So how many pilots are there? I mean, out of all those 5,000 people, how many are pilots that get to yeah. get off, fly off? So there's, there's about, you know, 5,000 on the ship. And I think, I think about 4,000 or so of that was attached to the ship and their, their sole job was the ship. And then there's mm-hmm. another, I think it was about a thousand or so that were part of what was called as the air wing. Yeah. And of the air wing, there's, there's nine squadrons. I was in one squadron and mm-hmm. in my squadron, there was 25 pilots. So there's probably a good, I don't know, close to, I think, I don't know, 500 is too high of a number, but there's probably less than that of, of pilots and everything mm-hmm. else within that is the ones that support the aircrafts. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, 4,000 support only like pretty much the ships and then yeah. the other thousand or so plus support the aircraft and, and, and those that come with it. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of people. It's a, quite an organization. Yeah. <laughs> and to, you know, get that all orchestrated and, and working just so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had an extra ship that came up. I think it was every Thursday it would come along us and it was our supply. And so we got food and we got, uh, you know, mail and all that stuff every Thursday because you think of how much food you go through on a weekly basis and you don't have you don't have the space to, to store it all right. and you're talking about for seven eight months at a time so I mean oh yeah God. every Thursday we got a replenishment of fuel of food of our mail um and you know because you, you went through it pretty quick yeah <laughs> some weeks it yeah. was good food some weeks it wasn't some weeks it was fresh some weeks it wasn't as fresh but it is what it is you have to make do yeah, yeah. And I could imagine y'all were hungry. <laughs> All that work. <laughs> yeah, well, they had, they, had, they had four, four mealtimes throughout the day. So again, there was, depending on your, your, your schedule and what shift you had, there was, you know, you could get your breakfast, lunch and dinner each day because they had four, four mealtimes. So it was, yeah. you kind of, you could kind of pick kind of which ones you want to go to too, because in the middle of the night there was, uh, you got fresh eggs and bacon where if you went sometimes for lunch or dinner, you might not like what they had. So it might, it might've been, you know, uh, your prerogative to change up your schedule. So, yeah. 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 So in that case, it was a tiny little bit like a cruise ship, huh? Right. right. <laughs> no, I'm all, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> yeah. So what, what would the, some of the things that, um, cause you said that it, it was offered to you to be a pilot. Was that, or what kind of criteria do they look for? It, there's a test. It's kind of like the SAT, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, SAT for aviation and just overall accession into the military. They just kind of want to see where you stand on basic math, mm-hmm. you know, your English skills, you know, physics, stuff like that. But then there's a section that's kind of now, now it's like a video game and it's on computers, but it, it kind of t- tests your spatial awareness, your, your, your aptitude for that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Back when I did, it was pen and paper, but they kind of just see, do you have the ability that you can be trainable into this mm-hmm. kind of stuff? So that's, that's the first start. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they want to make sure that you can get through academically because flight school is three years. Yeah. Um, and depending on what you fly and kind of, you know, h- how the Navy or different branches are kind of how they are and, and their pipeline. You know, when I started, there was a huge delay. Um, but, you know, if they want to make sure that academically you can get through three years of that, you know, yeah. come, especially coming straight out of, you know, college. Um, right. are, you bur- are you burnt out or are you ready for more? <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's, there's, there's a lot of aptitude stuff that they do and they got it down pretty well. Can they yeah. kind of see whether or not you're going to get through it? 
Yeah, yeah, that's 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 good. I know that uh, that's what I hear that their testing is quite accurate. That if you take that test and it tells you that this is what your aptitude is for, then that's pretty pretty much it. <laughs> and especially if you're you know sign up for you know five, six, seven, eight, ten years of your life, they want to make sure they, they get they get it, they get it right. So yeah, um, a lot of times you know it's they're trying to get something up up your interest, you know, as well. So mm-hmm. again, because if you're that long, they want to make sure that. <laughs> They, they both get what you, what, what, you know, you, you know what you're getting and then they make sure that they, they get the, you know, the person that they need for that billet or that job. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's just smart. You know, that's something that I think we, we would all benefit from applying outside of the military as well. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so we are going to just take a short little break. Um, and, but in the meantime, I just want to encourage you to uh, go ahead and find the Shift Happens Facebook page. Like it. You can follow us. And if you're not driving or working or doing something else, you, you actually want to actually watch us, see our faces, then you can jump on there. And uh, I will also have an offering for a, a webinar that's all about debt shredding your debt. That is coming up this Saturday July 6th at 11 a.m., which you can sign up for on that page. We will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to Karin W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K A R I N. Now, back to Shift Happens. We are talking 
today about how to shift from military, well, actually first from college to military to corporate world and then into entrepreneurship. And and I want to share because when we were on this little break, people who weren't on Facebook didn't get to hear this little nugget because this was pretty cool. Uh, You know, so my guest today is Matt Moss, who is a, um, he's the president and founder of Mossberg Strategic Capital here in Orlando, Florida, which has to do with commercial finance uh, consulting. And um, but before that, he spent 10 years in the Navy, and he was uh, in naval aviation uh, out there on the big giant ship and where you just have a tiny little bitty, little bitty um, landing strip. And so uh, when, on the break, I was asking Matt, what are some of the most memorable experiences that you've had in your life? And and I, this was too good to not share with the rest of the world here. So, Matt, could you share that, please? Sure. No, absolutely. No, it's just having the opportunity to, to, to be on an aircraft carrier for, you know, eight months. You know, looking back on it now, it's fun. But at the time, it was a little little daunting. But no, and then having the opportunity to, 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 to launch and recover from an aircraft carrier. I mean, so few people actually get a chance to do that. It doesn't compare to any roller coaster you ever go on. Um, and it's just you have, you know, only several hundred feet to launch and get an aircraft airborne at the help of a giant slingshot called the catapult um, <laughs> to, to get air, airborne. And then you come back around and when the mission's done and when the flight's done and you have, you know, four large metal wires across the back of the aircraft carrier where you hope and pray that your little hook on the back of the aircraft carrier will, will snag one of those wires and bring it to a stop. It's a little bit like fishing for an airplane or your airplane is fishing for the, for the little string there as you're going, how many miles an hour through the air? Yeah. When you, when you're slowing down, you're going, you know, 150 to hundred knots, you know, you're not, but you know, you still, it's, it's pretty fast. But when you you take off, you go from zero to, you know, a hundred, 150 knots, you know, in a matter of seconds. So that landing, is that pretty abrupt? I mean, cause you're, yeah. Yeah. Okay, just just because of the, I guess you know the the abuse my my spine and neck have taken. So uh-huh. my my negligence to actually try to be aware of that as well is another thing. But no, yeah, it, it does take a toll. I've I have a friend that you know he had to get out of the navy because of his back, and you know mm-hmm. it happens. It catches up to you eventually. Yeah. Yeah, the body will only take so much abuse, huh? Right, no, absolutely. <laughs> it was not meant to. So, would you say you mentioned about roller coasters? Pretty much, roller coasters that aren't exciting for you anymore. Is that would you say that? <laughs> They're still exciting because I can take my kids now, and and, and kind of my seven year old is at the phase now where he likes them. So, yeah. but they they're never long enough. They're never fast enough. They never turn sharp enough, and it's just like when you think you're you're back there in the cockpit again, you just you realize the, the ride's over and you're not. So, yeah, um, yeah it just doesn't compare. Yeah, yeah. So, do you find it, is it possible to become a little bit of an, an adrenaline junkie, or are you kind of over it? Uh, no, I, 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 it's not something I seek. But if there's the opportunity there, it is something yeah. that I, I definitely try to enjoy. I, mean, I was in Brazil a couple of years ago and had the opportunity to go hang gliding, and I don't think I ever would have done that before. And I jumped at that. Um, and it's, it's still it's one of those things that it's not like I go after them, but you know. Mm-hmm. In the Navy, you're taught to mitigate risk and to make things, you know, to understand the safety, how the safety precautions you have in place to do stuff. And mm. so I, I do the same thing. I realize that Disney has roller coasters and they're probably the most safe things. And then they spend time on there. They wouldn't allow us to do things on there if, if they weren't safe. So now that, you know, I have understanding of that, then it, it makes <laughs> it, it you, there's less worry and it's more about the thrill. So 
Yeah. Maybe yeah. a little bit of adrenaline directly, but not 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 as much as probably other people out there. Yeah, yeah. I, I just have to say I have a thing about heights and I know intellectually in my brain that there's no way on this planet that Disney would allow any rides if it wasn't completely secure, but that does Absolutely. not mitigate it for me <laughs> to jump on him. I know I would just die of a heart attack if I did. So uh, <laughs> No, absolutely. <laughs> so so how, what would you say are some other skills that you transferred from the military into civilian life because that's a bit of a transition sure i mean the, the biggest one was i mean being from orlando growing up here going to school here and all that stuff and then all of a sudden you go off to the navy like you you just you come across all different shapes and sizes of social and economic you know backgrounds upgradings um and just people in, in their, their, their cultures. And so like, it was just like a melting pot that you just understand and you get a better, I guess, perspective, how to look things through the other lens, you know, um, especially as a leader, you got to make sure that, okay, well, this makes sense to me, but does it make sense to everybody? Like, what am I saying that, that maybe someone else, you know, it's at a higher level or, you know, it's common to me, but maybe it's not common to somebody else. Like, so you get to, you really think about like, Hey, am I really projecting this in a way that people will understand it? Mm-hmm. Um, Additionally, you just you learn how to deal with stress because there's going to be a ton of stress. It's going to be thrown at you at all shapes and sizes. A lot of it's going to be mitigated. A lot of it's going to be um, there's ways to handle stuff. There's, 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 there's ways to combat it. But there's also ways that you have to go out proactively to, to, to kind of calm yourself, you know, whether it's religion, whether it's, you know, writing an email once a week to your wife. It's, you know, you know it just you find ways and, and that, you know, is translatable. You know, when I got out of the military and went to the corporate world, like, you know, and they would get worked up about spreadsheets. I'm like, I mean, okay, it's a spreadsheet, relax. It's no one's going to die. Like, how do we talk to them? You know, and, and when you start putting a perspective around that, that no one's life's on the line, it's, it's something that we can get to them today or we can get to them tomorrow. It's, it's a spreadsheet. Like, let's relax. Yeah. Um, and when you have that perspective, people are like, oh, I, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. You know, luckily, there was, you know, several, you know, veterans who, prior military folks at, at Target when I was at Target. And so we kind of came together and, you know, we would just kind of sometimes laugh about what people got stressed out about because you just, <laughs> at the end of the day, at four o'clock, I'm going home. Like it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not as big as you think it is. Yes. It's, right. It can be a big deal financially for the company or for, you know, whatever, but like, it's, it, it, it's not, it's not really mattering on the grand scope, of, you know, grand scope of things. Right. Right. And, you know, I think you touched on something really, um, like there's some, something very basic and foundational because when you were just talking about, um, you know, the the coping skills that you either developed or you had and remembered and utilized. Um, and, and I think that is a big part of the difference between uh, veterans who come out of their, you know, doing well emotionally and then the ones who, you know, because I know that the military was looking up some numbers and statistics because um, the, the, uh, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, they uh, found a site where they were right, talking about suicide, that, that 20 veterans a day uh, commit suicide. Uh, the 18% of suicide deaths, which is 18% of suicide deaths, but uh, oh, and, but they only make up um, 8.5% of the adult population. And in active duty, the um, Army had an increase of 80% of suicides from 2004 to 2008. Um, and so it, there's some really high numbers. And I, I, you know, so what would, what would you say of what was some of your experiences of that? 
you luckily, you know, being again on the Navy on a ship, you know, most of the people on the ship were really safe every day, all day. So it wasn't as stressful as maybe Marines or the army, the boots on the grounds getting shot at day in and day out. Um, and, and so, so my experience isn't, wasn't, I didn't see it firsthand as much, you know, there was, there's people with anxiety, you know, maybe their motion sickness or seasick at first and then it went away. So it wasn't a huge stressor and they got over, they had to, they'd have a choice. They had seven more months to go on the boat. Right. Um, so my, my mind wasn't necessarily firsthand. It was through friends that were, you know, in the army or in the Marines and they saw it firsthand. They were getting shot at and they still, they still hate, they don't like Fourth of July. They don't like fireworks. You know, they don't like that stuff because it, it brings them back to a place that they don't like. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, you know, for everybody, it's different. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, there's different scales, but I wouldn't say there's, there's nothing there. Like, you know, um, yeah. flying off the aircraft carrier, it was fun at night, during the day, but all of a sudden it's night and you can't see it. That's stressful. And then yeah. if it's at night and you can't see it and it's, uh, you know, crappy weather out, you know, that's, that's a huge stressor. So, you know, yeah. stuff like that, like there's, I don't like flying at night sometimes if I'm not in control. So, you know, there's stuff like that. It's just, um, you know, can I mitigate that? Can I change my flight? Absolutely. So there's ways that you can get around it. There's ways that you can combat that, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, some people had a lot worse than I did. I'm very fortunate that I didn't have that that bad. And I wasn't around it day in and day out. And yeah. I saw it from, I saw combat from 20,000 feet. So it wasn't, it wasn't a big, you know, it wasn't as maybe as pressing as others, you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a big difference. And, and, um, you know, and then coming back at home, the, the, you know, there was, um, you, you weren't bringing that back and, you know, so there was other things like, you know, I was by myself for eight months, you know, and then all of a sudden I came back to my wife. And then the right. second time I came back, I had a kid that I never met, you know, I left, you know, three weeks, four weeks before my wife gave due to our first child. And so I came back and, and, you know, we were living 3000 miles away from family. So, you know, she was doing all this by herself for, you know, six months, you know, yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm back. So, you know, here I was used to be by myself. And then all of a sudden I got a kid yeah. and then back to my wife who's, who's still working. It was just like, you know, I had to bring, I had to be brought up to speed really quick. So I wasn't, you know, making her mad. Right. Like that. So it was, yeah, it was, you, you get used to doing something day in and day out. And then all of a sudden you get thrown back into the normal world and you're like, Oh wait, I, I, I got it. I got to adjust a little bit. Right. You know, I have to now pick what I have to wear. You know, I have to, you know, I have to cook my own food because, you know, I can't go to the, the galley and get my food and it's just stuff like that. Plus, you yeah. know, and having a new child. So yeah, it's, there's, there's, there's a lot of adjustments there. Yeah. 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 Especially with the new child and having a, that's a big adjustment for anybody. So, <laughs> and now, now the kid's going, who are you? Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah, I'm not used to but you. It was good. It was, you know, we got through it, and luckily yeah. I had an amazing wife, and 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 she held down the fort. You know, mm-hmm. there you hear stories of it not happening, or you come yeah. back and your stuff's not there, or your wife's gone, your girlfriend's gone, yeah. um, and you're left with the bill. You know, but luckily I didn't have that. I had probably the best situation you could have had. Yeah, um, you know, everything was taken care of, and 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 like it just it it made what I did day to day much easier because I knew sure. the home front was taken care of. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing when you're a partnership, a true partnership, you know, you, you back each other up, you, you're there for each other and can, can know that you have that person there. Right. That, that just is such a huge stressor off of you. Mm. Absolutely. 
<laughs> it, it adds its own stresses, but I mean, again, you know, we, we've been through that. We tell ourselves we've been through, we've been through a lot worse. We can get through anything, you know? So yeah. from one change to another, whether it's getting out of the military into corporate and then getting out of corporate into entrepreneurship, it's like, you know, we've done this before yeah. on a much grander scale or when it comes to like stressors, it's like we can, we can handle this. We can yeah. we'll make this work. And and it becomes this thing that you recognize and learn how resourceful that you are. This is just another change. We're just shifting. We're shifting yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. And and it's all good. Yeah. 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 And that's the intent. Yeah. You're like, you know, I, I see the positive here, like, and I think it outweighs the negative. So let's make, let's give it a whirl. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so we are going to take yet another break and listen to a few messages, and then we will be back to talk more about what is Matt doing now. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. 
We are shifting and shaking and talking about what is it like to be in the military as well as then coming back. And some and my guest today is Matt Moss, who is a 10-year naval aviation uh, veteran. And we had some uh, fun conversations about what it's like to be out there in that ship and being caught by being shot out with, with the slingshot and can being caught with the little net on the way back. So there's some pretty pretty uh, strong adrenaline stuff going on. And now, not quite as much adrenaline going on in that way, because now what you do, as we started out the show with, and that you help uh, business owners uh, get capital so that they can build their their business. And, and what what got you into that side of things? Well, academically, my background was always finance. So I always kind of feel like, or kind of just maybe just figured it would happen automatically. When I transitioned out of the military, they would end up in some kind of financial, you know, aspect, you know, whether it's banking or whether it was, you know, corporate finance, whatever. And, uh, Luckily, when I when I transitioned out of out of the military, I got I got an offer from Target to come work up there for two years. Um, I did that in corporate finance, so I kind of it, it confirmed that I did still like the finance, but it, maybe not necessarily um, the day to day of of the corporate role where you know it takes a lot more effort to make a little bit of input. Um, and and then you know no no disrespect, um, but the winters were just hard, so I, I got out of you know. The, the north. So I, you know, we moved back down here to, to Florida after being, you know, six years in the Midwest and, and six years in, in, in cold winters um, that, you know, was looking into stuff. And so I looked into buying a business or doing a franchise and um, just was having, having struggles kind of getting the financing that I was looking for to, to buy a business or a franchise a business. Hmm. Um, I'm a big barbecue fan. I was looking into restaurants and a barbecue restaurant or franchise and um, luckily, I kind of talked myself out of it before I got too far. That I didn't know if I want to spend eighteen to twenty hours a day in a restaurant. All um, right, but but you know, it, then I got to the next step, which was, well, how am I going to pay for this? Well, I didn't want to go through my savings. I didn't want to drain my retirement account. Um, so you know, I went to the bank and kind of you know talked around, like like most people do. The, the bank's the first place you you would think of. Even, even my clients, that's still the first you know the first place they probably go. Yeah. Um, but a bank has you know. A really tight box. They they look for a certain credit score or higher. They look for a certain amount of experience uh, or time in business or better. They look and then they look for like how much what your cash flow is. Well, I didn't have a business, so I didn't have cash flow. I was looking to start a business. Um, I had credit, but I didn't have experience in in business. I had education and I had you know leadership experience in the military. And they're like, well, that doesn't it translates a little bit, but not kind of what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of didn't like that answer and I kind of did some more research and I went, I looked around, looked around and that was kind of the place that most places start. Um, but there's a lot of lenders out there that aren't banks. They're, 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 or, or they're, they're, maybe they're a credit union or they're a smaller credit union, or maybe they're just a specialized lender um, that has um, some kind of niche in the market. Um, well, they all like brokers like me or independent consultants like me because um handful of my lenders are in the Northeast and they don't have a footprint in, in Florida or in the Southeast. So they love people like me to bring them additional business. So when I realized, Hey, you know, this is exactly my struggle was when I was trying to start a business, you know, I'm sure there's other people out there that are doing the same thing They're, They want to start a business or maybe they have a business. Um, they just can't get, you know, based on, you know, something that happened in the past, whether it's, you know, credit issue or whatever, they just can't find the financing they need to get the, the business to that next kind of stage in its life. 
Um, so basically I play matchmaker. I find the lenders, I match them up with, with the clients. Um, I talk to the clients. I do a, you know, I kind of an interview, like what, what's your objective? What are you looking to do? What, what's your overall goal? Um, you know, what is the money going to be used for? You know, what, 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 what is best case? What is your ideal? You know, maybe you have to buy additional equipment. Maybe they have to hire additional, you know, staff. Maybe they have to get a bigger business or, or something like that. So based on that, you know, I have lenders that each kind of specialize in a different kind of, you know, certain area, whether it's they, I have a lender that does nothing but, but farm equipment. I have one that does, you know, commercial aircraft or, or, or vessels. Mm-hmm. Um, so each one kind of has their own little, you know, niche there that, you know, if I find a client that has something that meets that, you know, that lender's kind of criteria, you know, I, I kind of I introduce them. I, I play matchmaker. Right. Um, and depending on, you know, what, how involved I want to be, I can just do a handoff or I can do the entire application package. I can kind of sit down with that, that business owner and kind of help them put stuff together. You know, most of them might not have experience with the financials and they don't know necessarily what they need to look at or how to look at it. So I can help them through that as well. So it kind of, it kind of connected uh, my academic background with, you know, the finance and, uh, and business. And then it also, very easily connected with my military, you know, problem solver. Like, here's a problem. How do we solve this? You know, a lot of times the military tells you the who, what, where, they don't tell you the how or why, or, you know, so a lot of times you have to come up with the how, um, and, and, you know, and and they do it, you know, be a, to test, you know, okay, can you figure this out? And then, you know, B to see, okay, well, have you thought of something we haven't thought of yet? You know, so there's a lot of that, you know, problem solving. So this kind of takes both of that. It takes the finance and then the problem solving and help provides, you know, the client or the small business owner or the aspiring entrepreneur a way to get to that goal. Mm. You know, there's so many people when I was in the military, you know, I'm, I'm one, I'm just one that's already doing it, but they talked about, Hey, when I get out of the military, I want to do this. I want to start a business. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, but it was, you know, when you have eight months and you share a room with seven other people, you get to know everything about those people. And we all had some kind of aspirational to get into entrepreneurship, some way, shape or form in our life. And so, you know, but no one really, we didn't know where to start. I mean, so I, I feel like now there's, there's a whole large, there's a, there's a large veteran network there that again, they want to do that. They, they, they might've had a job or they have a job and it's just, it, it doesn't meet maybe this, the fulfillment that they had in the military, or maybe it doesn't fully capitalize on their experiences and, and what they can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, where maybe starting a business, they, they can do that because they can be their own boss and they can, they can, they know how to get stuff done and yeah. they will get stuff done. And it's just, they just need help maybe getting that ball rolling. So right. that's, that's, that's my goal. Yeah. So you basically create win-win situations. I mean, like you said, that this whole matchmaking process of this person has money that they want to, you know, invest through lending to somebody. And yeah, and this is their particular interest. That's where their heart is. And and here's this person who needs it. So yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, 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 it, I make it sound so easy, but you know, there's, there's a step to it. And, and a lot of times, you know, especially with the veterans, you know, they might not know, you know, some of the resources that are available for the VA that can help them write a business plan and help them get, get going. Cause you know, you'll most likely need a business plan to get going. Right. Um, and basically to verify, okay, you know what you're looking into. You've done some research, you've done some due diligence, you know how you're going to grow your, your business, how maybe do some marketing. So, and there's, there's plenty of resources out there. So it, I'm in a unique situation where I, I know the VA or some of the VA, um, mm-hmm. 
benefits that are out there and, and where they can go to get that. And then I additionally know once they have a lot of that suitcase and figured out, like I know how to go get money now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it, it's kind of a great place to be. And, and I'm kind of, kind of narrow, narrowing down, you know, my focus because I really want to help the veterans. I mean, that's not all I do, but that's, that's a huge passion to me. Um, yeah. you know, just because, you know, I understand what they've been through. I, you know, we've all been through similar situations and, and if this is kind of helps them to deal with, you know, maybe their, their, their demons or their stressors and, and to start a business and do what they've always wanted to do, then, you know, more power to it. You know, I'm happy to help that along. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, that way, um, I, I, that's the other piece is that we all have our very own unique gifts that, um, you know, when we are able to get to a space where we can play them out, we are providing the world with such a huge service and, and, and something that rather than trying to fit who you are and what you're, you're good at into some little square hole when you're really a star. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And, you know, if I can help someone, give them the right, you know, information, you know, maybe it comes back to me fruitfully, you know, financially, or maybe it's just, hey, if I've given somebody else, you know, more information or as much information as I can, that they can make the most educated decision, you know, whether or not it's it's good for them. You know, to me, that 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 is, that is a win, even if I don't get paid. But you know, because again, there's a lot of you know, a lot of veterans try to do stuff on their own. I I'm still very guilty of that. My wife can tell you that. I try to figure out things a lot on my own. Um, <laughs> But, you know, there's so many, uh, there's so many, there's so much you don't know. You don't know what you don't know until you got getting in the weeds and, and stuff like that. And there's so many resources out there that can help you. You just got to know where and when to ask. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just, you know, you don't want to go down a path and waste all your money if, 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 you know, what you have or what you're trying to do is already out there and you're, you're not going to be able to dif- differentiate your, yourself and, you know, be, you know, come out financially, you know, as a win. Yeah. Um, but you know, if I can give someone the advice and maybe I don't you know, make anything out of it, you know, the next six months or next year, but maybe they remember it later on down the road, maybe they tell somebody else, yeah. you know, majority of businesses, you know, need, you know, three to five loans within, you know, the, the business of, of their, you know, the next 10 years of their, of their business cycle. So, you know, the first one might be a small loan, but maybe the next one's a bigger loan and then even bigger after that. And so it's about relationships and kind of, planting the seed, nurturing the seed, make sure people are educated, make sure people are aware of kind of what's out there. And then, then they can make the right decision, you know, okay, is this now the time or, is, you know, next year the time, you know, mm-hmm. so it's all about helping each other and, and then hopefully, you know, doing right by the client or the friend or the relationship that is out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that whole piece of connecting people, whether it's, you know, okay, well, you can go to the VA and they can help you with writing that business plan. It's probably a lot of people's big headache to do that piece. (laughs) And, you know, and, and so can making those connections because there is so much as an entrepreneur, it, you know, we work for a corporation that's all uh, divvied out that, you know, you are HR, you do compliance and, but as an entrepreneur, you're trying to do everything and like right. you said, we don't know what we don't know and we are specialized in a particular area so yeah i mean i thought i knew a lot just going through you know business school and stuff like that but i'm like yeah. hey well i never i never started a company I, you know which 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 company should i do llc s corporation like it's like yeah. but when you start as soon as you get in there you're like oh crap you know i gotta look to somebody else so, and <laughs> you know and that's you know that's what i'm trying to do you know just yeah. again play matchmaker uh, and with that as well Right, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you what. So, so Matt, what is a way that people can contact you? We are going to roll into our last set of messages and come right back. But how can people reach you? Well, I got my website. So MossbergStrategic.com is the easiest way. Okay. Um, and you can go through there and uh, reach out via the, there's a contact me button. And that's probably the easiest way. Okay, great. But we're not done yet. So you want to hang in. There's more. There is more. (laughs) Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. How much health and wellness information have you been exposed to today? Listen to Prescription for Success with Dr. Emil Haldi. Healing and empowerment start from within, but it also takes the best knowledge and advice. That's what you'll find here. Dr. Haldi and his guests will help you make the right life-enhancing decisions for well-being success. Tune in live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Prescription for Success. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Karin W. at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Yes, thank you for hanging in there because we have Matt Moss here talking about, he's basically our business matchmaker. <laughs> and and what he does is, is and, and if, you know, one of the things that we talked about in the beginning was how the biggest obstacle for people going into business mm-hmm. is usually just needing a little bit of money and not necessarily a lot of money, right. but, you know, when you don't have all the things that the pieces and the details that the banks they require because they're very pretty specific i mean they they have a responsibility and they want their money back and they want our money on it of course which is what the whole point is however there are that's the beauty of like we were talking about smaller banks uh, mm-hmm. credit unions and community banks and that type of thing that they can um usually have a little bit more leeway but then where you are then connecting private lenders, people who, you know, the, in, this, in this case, 
we're not talking about federal regulations or anything. It's their own people's money that they can do with whatever they want. And right there um, can be a beautiful way of putting people together to make beautiful things happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams come true. And Absolutely. Talents sparkle. <laughs> yeah. And so one of the things um, we were talking about also uh, during this break here was that, you know, how, you know, First, being gone with the military, for sure you're you're gone there. But then being in corporate America, you're not gone for months at a time, but you're gone for a certain number of hours at a time and don't have a lot of flexibility. And you're talking about one of the things that, that is most important to you right now is really family time and right. connecting and being able to create those memories with your kids. And, and, um, and I think that's one of the things that we can get take for granted and can get caught up in all of our stresses of the day and and forget to be present and and maybe get caught up also in and wanting to give material things to our kids where when in reality um, what they really really want yeah sure they want the 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 toys and all that but they're not going to say no to it but what they really really want is you they want you to pay attention and to play and connect and talk and get to know who they are and pay attention right (laughs) and so what are some of the your favorite things or your kids favorite things to do you know as a family and Oh man, it's uh, right now. It's video games. So uh-huh. Mario Kart. We have we have Nintendo Switch, and 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 they love playing four person Mario Kart. So mom and dad, and and I got two little boys. I got a four year old and a seven year old, and so they uh-huh. love they love that. Um, <laughs> but it could be just as simple as playing Legos, or it could be as yep. simple as they have these building blocks called magnetiles, and, and mm-hmm. just sitting down and doing that, um, you know, or or, or swimming, uh, just going out and going to the pool. Um, we, uh, we were away from Florida so long and I don't think we realized how, how, how good we had it growing up here. But yeah. you know, Disney has been a big part of our lives, you know, growing up. And, and I think when we came back, we wanted to share that with our son, with our, with our kids. And so we try to, we try to go to Disney, you know, you know, regularly and, and they're at, the, they're at a perfect age just to experience the whole Disney magic and stuff like that. So we go out there a lot and kind of, you know, sharing you know our favorite memories and our favorite rides as kids and now seeing them kind of experience that as well and again my seven-year-old like i mentioned he's just now experienced roller coasters mm-hmm. um, so we have to take turns going with him because one of them ha- has to stay back with our four-year-old because he wants nothing to do with it yeah uh, so just stuff like that is I mean, <laughs> it might be you know a, a two-minute ride or a one-minute ride but you know you have to wait in line for 30 45 minutes on that roller coaster right but just you know, with him to be either with mom or dad and to do that, like that's, that's huge. And then the other, the our other son, you know, while you're not doing that, they get alone time as well. And so, you know, they just, they love it. You know, they love, yeah. they love having the flexibility to do that. You know, yeah. when I worked at Target, you know, I was, they were super flexible. I could work from home if the kids were sick. Again, um, you know, I, 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 you know, kind of worked it out. So I went in early so I could leave early to pick them up from daycare. But, you know, I still had to do that every day, you know, now, you know, being an entrepreneur, being my own boss, you know, I have the flexibility to, you know, if, you know, they have a school, you know, what other, you know, play, or if they have some kind of get together, you know, we can, I can work that into my schedule. I can go do that. Um, If one of the kids is sick, you know, I can pick them up from school and bring them home or stay home or work from home. So, you know, it's a huge flexibility that I think right there, you know, I might not be getting paid as much as I was, but 
that the, 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 the experiences and the opportunity to be around my kid, my, my, my kids and my family, you know, that itself pays itself even more. So, mm. yeah. I mean, cause the thing is that there are only kids for some certain amount right. of time. You do not get that back. And right. if you, once they're grown, it's, it's done. You've missed that whole opportunity. And I tell you what, I've seen the same thing in, in my son. Cause when he was little, that's how, why I ended up leaving my job and starting my, my mm. practice because he needed me to be there that was you know he just wanted to be there and and that so that's made a huge huge difference and um, you develop this closeness and togetherness and and they feel safe you know because you're there you're present and you're interacting so it's the the best foundation you can provide for your kids there's right. no other <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah. So what would you say that you are most passionate about in your current role and what oh, you do? I I just love helping people out. Again, mm-hmm. like again, it was such a struggle for me to try to get started. And then when I realized that how I can make this work and you know, just hearing people, um I love working with small businesses that are already formed because it's it's easier. Um uh, but I but I love hearing about what people want to do that have never done it. So if they want to start a business, they want to buy a business, they want to start a franchise. Um, I, I love hearing about that because, you know, I still have goals like that. I still, I still think it'd be fun to own a franchise, you know, um, so I get unlimited, you know, Froyo or something like that. But, <laughs> but, but it just to hear kind of them get excited about what they want to do and how they'd like to, you know, quit their jobs and do this. And then, you know, and, and, you know, give them honest feedback or like, not just, you know, you know, sell them the story they want to hear, but, you know, honestly talk to them and say like, okay, well, here's how we need to make this work. You know, here's, here's what you need, you know, squared away in your personal finances to make sure that that doesn't interfere with your your professional finances and your business finances. And so it's like, just to really kind of give them the honest feedback and it might not be what they want to hear, but at least they'll be more educated to realize what they can do. Yeah. Um, I really, I really like doing that and really talking to people about their kind of their goals and their wishes. And then kind of, you know, using what I can to kind of help them. Yeah. It might not be me um, for certain things, but you know, I have people I can refer them to. I have people that can help out with some of that stuff. And again, give them the information they need to kind of get to that next level. Right. Yeah. And that's where this network comes in so beautifully. And one that we're connected in, which is how we met each other is through BNI business network international. And, you know, so what you can do if you want to reach out to uh, Matt for uh, consultation, questions, whatever, and you can reach him at www.mossbergstrategic.com. I will put this link on the Shift Happens Facebook page. And also, don't forget, I have sign up for this webinar that I have coming up because that's going to help you get your finances in order so that then you can go see Matt and start that dream business of yours. So <laughs> this is a free uh, webinar this Saturday, the 6th of July at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also find that on the Shift Happens page and, uh, you know, so that you can um, because debt and, and, you know, is so stressful as well. So we want to get you out of that and in a better place so you can build the dreams of your life. So Matt, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and coming on here, sharing your experiences and what you have to offer and what this is so incredibly valuable. 
So thank you so much. It's been fun. I really appreciate the offer. Great. All right. So go out, shine your beautiful selves. You have unique talents that we need out there in the world. Until next week, take care. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary and her guest co-host for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.